genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one witch king at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 56, which starts with Gandalf saying, the one who would lead Mordor's armies in war, and ends with Gollum saying, quick, they will see, they will see. Very, very hurried and frazzled. That's why he says it twice. So we see the witch king finish getting armored up here. Yeah. Well, his helmet gets put on. Um, Lawrence Macri in the, the cast commentary, uh, says... He also played Lurts, right? Yes, and he plays Gothmog. Gothmog? Uh, I believe that's the Cancer Face Orc. Oh, oh, yeah. The time of the Orcs. Is, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> he's the, he's the best Orc. Oh my god, we haven't even seen that guy. We're like we're, almost an hour into the movie. We're gonna soon, because the, the invasion of Osgiliath comes not, not too long after this yeah. little bit. So... This Lord Lawrence Mockery is just like the Witch King is my favorite character to play because it only took me twenty minutes to get the costume. <laughs> you know, as opposed to like the twenty four hours of makeup that, uh, uh, for that one full body uh, shot of Lurts. Yeah, yeah. or uh, he he mentions that in general the the prosthetic get up for Lurts took eleven hours to put on. Oh my God, Gothmog was four and a half. Yeah. So this and he's just like and in comparison that was a cakewalk that was easy. Yeah. And then the Witch King, 20 minutes to get into, 10 minutes to get out of. Nice. So that's good. But yeah, I like this little suit-up scene in the design commentary. Richard Taylor mentions that they constructed 14 weapons just for this to put on the weapon racks. And you don't get a good look at any of them. At any of them. Yeah, that's a shame. They just We, we made 14 weapons to put on these the, these weapon racks here. We want the armory to look well-stocked. Stocked. So yeah. he, has his, he has his choice of, of instruments. <laughs> so yeah, there's also... I just have like a bunch of little notes and then something to talk about from the commentary that I'm just like, actually, Peter. Yeah. So there is a 1,500 scale miniature of Minas Morgul and a 172nd scale miniature of Minas Morgul. They don't say how big they are. This is one of those times they don't say. He says that the 500th scale is a tabletop one. Yes. And the 72nd scale uh, rivals the Minas Tirith uh, miniature. Which is not even a miniature at that point. It's like a set. Like (laughs) Yeah. Right. So that tells you that the Minas Morgul, like the size of Minas Morgul, would have been like pretty astronomical, I guess, if the 72nd scale miniature would compare to, they don't say which miniature it compares to for the Minas Tirith one. Mm. Uh, But even if it compares to the smaller scale of those two miniatures, this is a very large structure. Yes. Uh, John Howe designed Minas Morgul for the movie. It looks so cool. Does look cool. I mean, we've seen it before once, like way, 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 way back. Yeah, we just got the quickest of of kind of looks at it. Yeah, when the gates opened mm-hmm. in fellowship, and we don't see like any of the building really. Right. It's just the 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 light. Yeah, just kind of the light. I do think Minas Morgul is a beautiful set. Mm. I like the the gargoyles, the design of them, which are references to the Watchers from the book because we don't we don't really get like a Watcher. The not what are they called the. What, are, aren't they called the Watchers, the two statues of Kirithungal? Um, the the things that Sam's contends with. Right. These are kind of a reference to that, I think. 
They don't like they don't say that anywhere, but that's how I've always felt about these. Yeah, the two watchers. Yeah, and we see them in the movie, but we don't really get the same kind of feeling out of them. And I think that these are also intended to kind of reference them in this movie. That's kind of how I've always felt about them because it feels like I mean, we're going to we'll get into that a little more, I guess, in the next couple of minutes. Is that in the Rankin Bass movie? Yeah, it is. It is this weird psychedelic sequence oh, yeah, with Sam. Oh, yeah, Sam's just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there's this weird psychedelic thing with Sam. So, in the commentary, okay, Peter Jackson is talking about how John Howe was the designer of Minus Morgul. Yeah. And how he had never seen a painting or a drawing or a picture of Minus Morgul before. That there, as far as he knew, there pretty much just wasn't any. He had no idea what it looked like other than the descriptions in the book. Peter Jackson is talking about this. Okay. And Peter, I would like you to know that behind where we podcast, <laughs> I have a print called the Dread Veil <laughs> that I got from a local bookstore and was printed, I believe, in the 70s and shows Minus Morgul with Frodo, Sam, and Gollum going up the stairs of Carathungal. That's hilarious. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you haven't seen it. John Howe probably had, I would imagine. The artist is Steve Hickman for this particular piece. Yes, it was printed in 1976, the print that I have. I actually got it uh, as a bonus from the local bookstore when I bought a really, really nice edition of Lord of the Rings, uh, the trilogy off the shelf at the bookstore. Oh, you're like leather-bound collector's one? Yeah, my uh, that is meant to look like the Red Book of Westmarch. Uh, when I Nerd. When I bought it, it comes in, an, it's in a nice slipcase. It matches the later uh, Greenbound special edition of The Hobbit that they printed around the time that The Hobbit movies came out, mm. the first Hobbit movie came out. You have that one too, right? Yes, I do. Um, I'm really hoping that they're going to do a Silmarillion one in a similar style at some point. Oh, it has to be blue. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that it matches the extended edition slipcases. Yeah. Uh... When I bought it, there were two of these prints by the same artist, which I believe this is a set of four. Yeah, we looked it up one time. I believe this is a set of four, because I believe we, I've talked about this print on the podcast before. Because uh, I have I have two like large, uh, fairly large poster-sized Lord of the Rings prints on the wall right behind the computer where we do our podcasting, <laughs> uh, both of which I got around the same time. But when I, when I bought this uh, edition of Lord of the Rings... The owner of the bookstore was in there and he had seen me come in a couple times and look at it. Like oogling. And like looking at this copy of Lord of the Rings and I really, really wanted it. And I I had to wait a while to get it because I was a, a, like a, a sophomore in college <laughs> and was just like, I can't drop $100 on this book right now. Oh my God. Uh, it's not a textbook <laughs> that I need for my class. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I had to buy some of my textbooks at this bookstore. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if the college still does that. They couldn't give you like a student discount or something? Jesus. When I finally bought the book, the guy was just like, oh, you've been in here. You've been in here a few times looking at that. That's been here a while. Do you want one of these prints on the wall? And like there was there's this one, the Dread Veil that shows Minas Morgul and Frodo and Sam and Gollum. And then he had another one, which, if I recall correctly, was uh, the Witch King over Theoden. Whoa, that's badass. Why didn't you pick that one? But I liked this one more mm. because of the colors and the high contrast in the image. I just thought that this was a, a cooler poster. Yeah. Like, a little more unique. Uh, so he had those two on the wall behind the counter, and they were already um, 
this is not in the frame that I got in it, but they were already framed and they were in like really crappy frames. So mm-hmm. it kind of fell apart on me over time. But uh, he, he gave it to me when I bought the book. He was just like, you can have one of these. You'll like, appreciate this. He's like, really? Awesome. Thank you. So yeah, that's how I got this. Yeah, a hundred dollar book. Yeah. And he gave me this, <laughs> he gave me this poster from the mid seventies for free. That's so cool. I'm like, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, so yeah, Peter Jackson, paintings of Minas Morgul totally existed. <laughs> Yeah, how could they not? Like, it's so um, evocative. I don't know how many there are. I feel like there aren't that many, probably, of Minas Morgul. The description in the book is relatively evocative. Uh, It describes, like, the eerie light and the swampland around it and stuff. Uh, But I feel like this, it's such a quick thing that happens in the book Mm -hmm. that a lot of artists probably gloss over it for the bigger moments. Right. Like, the Witch King standing over Theoden. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense to me that this maybe there's not going to be as many paintings of Minas Morgul as there is of Minas Tirith or. Right. Or um, Shelob or, or, yeah, any, or like, anything else. In right. Mordor. I can't I can't remember what all four of these uh, these uh, Steve Hickman. I remember prints are. This up. Uh, the other one I have the the other the other print I have. For Lord of the Rings, which I know someone else in them and put them in the group or something. Right, Uh, I had described this the other print I have at one point, I think, on the podcast, and someone posted a picture that they have the same one in the group really early on. I feel it's like a really stylized one. The other print I have, it has like the character names worked in uh, to their portraits at the bottom a little in a style that kind of matches the style of the character that they're they're in. Yeah. There are five Hickman prints. But it says, I guess they they don't say of the, how many numbers there are. Maybe it wasn't the Witch King over Theoden. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Was it this battle thing? Yeah, I think it was the battle one. The Dreadvale one is the only one that's... Oh man, the Minds of Moria one is so cool. Yeah, that one's rad. It'd be cool to have all five of these. There's a Smaug one. There's a Gandalf one with Minas Tirith. Maybe it was that Gandalf one actually. Because I feel like there was definitely a horse in the image. There's horses in this one. There's a, um, like a bell beast or something. Oh no, that's an eagle. Yeah, that's before the Battle of Five Armies, I think. Oh. So I think it was this, the, the Gandalf one. And maybe I was just kind of less interested in that one. This was a while ago. <laughs> this is like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, th- it, they're just kind of cool paintings. The... I really like the, the Moria one by him. Mm. But I'm, I can't remember the name of the artist for this other one that I have. This, this other one is, just took it off the wall to look at it. <laughs> Doesn't... Where does it... Uh, I think the artist for this other one I have is... looks like Jimmy Cottis or Cantus or Cotti. It's really hard to read in the stylized font that he has chosen to sign this painting in. But it's got uh, the, the middle... The central part of the image is Gandalf and Frodo and a really old Bilbo just like in a field or like on a little hillock. And just stuff around, just like stuff around them and really iconic images from Lord of the Rings and like iconic objects. And this, uh, this, this print, which yeah, I guess it is Jimmy Cantus. Uh, this print I've had for uh, just about a year, a year or a year and a half longer than the, the Dreadvale print. And it has like th- this, this Jimmy Cantus print has like orcs all stacked up around it, framing it and. It's got uh, Aragorn, and I think it's Arwen, but it might also be Galadriel, and then Legolas, Gollum, and Gimli along the bottom. The elf on the... Like, on the on the right side of the image is, is Aragorn. 
That's Aragorn? It looks like Elrond. <laughs> I'm, that's Aragorn. I'm positive. Oh, okay. Uh, but on the left side of the image, I think that this this is either Arwen or Galadriel. And oh, I've never I think been it's 100% Galadriel sure. because there's the leaves. I mean, but Arwen is an elf too. I'm, I've never been 100% sure if this is Arwen or Galadriel. But the, the, the leaves of Lorien. She's got like the leaves going on on her dress. Yeah. They're... Anyway, we're talking about a picture that people can't look at. Right. We'll post it in the, the Facebook group, these two pictures. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Uh, I've always really liked uh, this other print that has all the different characters on it, too. I bought it out of the university bookstore when I was a freshman. Nerd. But yeah, like Peter Jackson says that in the commentary about there not really being any pictures of Minas Morgul. And I was like, actually, Peter, <laughs> I have one. <laughs> they certainly do exist. But yeah, that's like mostly what I wanted to, to like bring up about this well, minute. actually. <laughs> yeah, to kind of be like, Peter, no. Papa Beach. <laughs> I love that we just like started calling him that. And like, um, in the design commentary, they talk about how the light is actually intended to be like bioluminescent al- algae. Yeah, and like poison in the water that like becomes luminescent in the algae when it's Which being is, absorbed. I mean, it's like that acid green color. So yeah. like that's, I mean like, yeah, like neon green is evil. Yeah. That's another instance of that. Yeah. The gargoyles must have been added after they took the city, right? One would think so. Because these look like those, they definitely don't look like something that uh, would have existed. Right. We get a better look at them next minute, I believe. When yeah, there's like, like a sweep up yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The was up shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very early 2000s. Yes. Um, I really like the how I I like how pointy it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's very threatening. Like all, it's very angular. Whereas Minas Tirith is like round. Mm. Which, if they're supposed to be sister cities, I don't know if that tracks because like the architecture of Minas Morgul because I mean (laughs) if you turn around and look at this Dread Veil print that's right behind you the Minas Morgul looks like a a chess piece yeah it looks like a rook yeah or a queen it's It's very friend shaped yeah um this is not friend shaped (laughs) definitely not it's it's like um almost like star sea star shaped oh yeah this this would have like 12 points if it was all the way around. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. Because they're, you know, from Numenor. Wasn't Numenor, like, star-shaped? Yeah, Numenor was a star-shaped island. Yeah. So, like, if... Maybe if... it's eight points, and it's like, mirrors part of the crest of the steward. Oh, maybe. Like, the compass rose? Yeah. Maybe. Which is probably also based in, like, our island was star-shaped. Yeah, probably. So that's cool. Our island was pointy. Yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else for this minute in particular. Gollum is like the worst at being sneaky. They will see. They will see. Just shut up, Gollum. Like just just go. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> Quick. They will see. They will see. <laughs> All right, man. Calm down. It's cool. But yeah, this uh this set was just this first part of the bridge pretty much up to the gargoyles and maybe a little bit past and then the background is the miniature. the miniature and then there's some rock face here in the set for the stairs of Kirithungal. Yeah. And then miniature. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Yeah, it's it's pretty convincing. The the distance doesn't look off to the miniature in the background because mm-hmm. it's kind of dim with this neon green light. It's hard to see the lines in the the green screen and everything. Yeah. So this this is a really effective use. In the movie. Because sometimes the miniatures, you can really tell are miniatures. Even though they look 
incredible. Yeah. You can kind of see the the lines of the image. And some of that's probably the upscaling into HD from like the Blu-rays. Oh and yeah, stuff. for sure. And the the DVDs and the, the, the Blu-ray player struggling with the original DVD to upscale <laughs> it and making the Balrog look kind of weird, <laughs> among other things. Like I remember yeah, we talked about this with the Balrog before, like the DVD upscaling when I watched it uh on the Blu-ray player at, at your parents' house was just like the Balrog was a skeleton with basically no fire around him for some reason. Was it? Yeah. It was like really weird. The 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 That's funny. It had no idea what to do with it for some reason. That's hilarious. But yeah, like so like upscaling stuff sometimes just gets weird. Right. But yeah, I don't I don't have anything else for this. Uh we where you're gonna... I mostly want to talk about things that happen later this week. Yeah. There's there's stuff later this week that happens that I, I'm Interested to talk about, and one thing that I've always just been confused by. So, oh, okay, legit. Like literally, always been confused by. So yeah, we're from the we're from the website duelinggenre.com. Check us out there, along with all the other dueling genre podcasts. If you would like to lend us your support, you can go to duelinggenre.com/support and support us on Patreon. Yeah, become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. You get access to Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute, and that. Stepping up from there at $3 a month, $5 a month, whatever the other categories are, you get access to more special extra podcasts. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. It's Christmas time. You're going to use Amazon to buy stuff. Genre.com slash Amazon. Yes. I was getting there. Okay. It's like you're going to. It wasn't in the copy. So yeah. I was just like, okay. <laughs> you're going to buy stuff on Amazon anyway, unfortunately. So when you buy Christmas gifts for your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your friends, your you can your parents. You can throw dueling genre just a tiny bit of that cash, the teeniest tiniest bit, but every cent helps. So yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about the Dread Veil and events therein. Bye. Bye.